Thanks for listening to the Kingdom Hero Show, a podcast presented by Great Commission Ministries and produced by Cave Media. This show is hosted by Stace Massengill and is made possible by people like you. If you'd like to help keep us online, please go to kingdomheroblog.com support. That's kingdomheroblog.com support. Your gift of any amount is appreciated. And now, here's Stace. We don't see them with our physical eyes, but they're there, plotting and scheming and wreaking havoc on behalf of Satan himself. These dark spirits roam the earth just as sure as the Holy Spirit dwells among us. But whereas God sent the Holy Spirit to lead us in his ways, Satan sends out his minions to try and wreck mankind. This is what I want to talk about on this episode and also let you know that we in Christ have nothing to fear. I'm Stace Massengill and this is the Kingdom Heroes Show. As we look all around us today, we see all manner of strife and turmoil going on. We see terrorists taking over Afghanistan and killing Christians. We see political upheaval all over the uh, Europe and China, and even here in the States. We see fighting between black and white, between left and right, Democrat and Republican, masked and unmasked, vaccinated and unvaccinated. And it just goes on and on but what we don't see the thing that no one wants to recognize is the pure evil that drives all of this conflict and to make things worse even the most petty arguments are becoming full-scale wars not just among the ungodly no even within the church we proclaim ourselves christians And yet we're just as likely to bicker with one another about everything from COVID to the second coming of Christ. The prideful quarreling of the world has infiltrated and infected the church, and its sole purpose is to divide and conquer. Our true enemy wants to destroy us. We who are supposed to be the body of Christ. And lately, it would appear that he's gaining ground. I recently saw a video online of a preacher who I think hit this particular nail on the head. And here's part of what he said. I'm not just talking about racial division. This is far beyond black and white. It went from, this is how you know it's a demon. Because it keeps moving. One year it's black versus white. One year it's brown versus green. One year it's this versus that. This year it's vaccinated versus unvaccinated. But I got an eye on this thing and I come to tell the devil today, I know what you're up to. I know what scheme you got up your sleeve. I know what you're trying to do to the church of the living God. You're trying to keep us mad at each other, holler at each other. We don't trust one another, love one another, anger in our heart. And, and you don't love me because you didn't get vaccinated. And you don't love God because you got vaccinated. And you ain't got a mask on so you don't love your neighbor. And you got a mask on so you don't have no faith. Shut up. In the name of Jesus, we are the body of Christ. If you want to get a shot, get a shot. If you want to wear a mask, get a mask. But let God be true and every man be a liar. It doesn't matter how many times you invoke the name of Jesus. If you ran from Facebook bashing on people into the church to shout unto God, save your shout, repent of the malice, and ask God to forgive you. It's time to stop the division. 
Boom. That's it right there in a nutshell. It is absolutely crucial that we stop all the arguing and recognize what's really happening. If not, then we're just letting ourselves get played. It's the invisible enemy that's whispering lies into our ears, telling us up is down and right is wrong and telling us that if so-and-so doesn't believe what you do about politics or abortion or homosexuality or COVID or whatever, then they're your enemy. No, those people are not your enemy. The devil and his demons are your enemy. Now, those people might very well be deceived, but if you think that means you should hate them or call them names, then you are deceived as well. Divisive terminology is now permeating our culture, but it's also present among some Christians. There are so many explosive topics nowadays, and while we should be ready to defend what we believe, that shouldn't become reason to argue in a condescending way with one another. If someone disagrees with you about something, that's that's one thing. But if a person denigrates you for what you believe, uh, that's a whole different thing. And we have to be careful that we don't get caught up in that kind of talk because it is fueled by the wrong spirit. What do I mean by this? Well, I'll give you an example. Just a few days ago, I did something that I haven't done in a long time. and I actually unfriended someone on social media. Now, this isn't something I tend to do because I feel that even friends who disagree can remain friends. But this was one of those moments when I realized it was best to go ahead and cut the cord. It is preferable to let go of a rope than to be dragged down by the cinder block tied to the other end. What exactly happened? Well, I, I posted something, and, and this guy felt the need to berate me about how stupid it was. Over the years, he and I have often butted heads on various issues, but these arguments have never yielded any fruit. Nothing good, anyway. No matter what I say, he would have a snarky comeback. Um, I wouldn't even though I would often try to uh, diffuse things by consenting that we should just agree to disagree, okay? He couldn't seem to stop himself. He showed no respect at all for my beliefs or opinions, but rather proceeded to demean them as moronic. Seeing no reason at all to engage him any further, I ended the keyboard war by deleting him from my friend list. And it wasn't something that I did lightly either. See, while I still pray for the man, and I hope that he finds salvation through Jesus, I really do. I know he's a non-believer. I could no longer allow myself to get bogged down in pointless battles with someone who refused to listen to any perspective but his own. No good was coming from it. Instead, the entrenched war of words only served to divide us further. All my efforts to respectfully end the fighting were only met with disdain and further insults. There comes a time when you have to acknowledge that there are some fights where nobody wins. If you get dragged down into a battle like this, all of your struggling only sinks you deeper. 
you end up fighting on the enemy's terms rather than the high ground of righteousness. Let's look at Matthew 7, verse 6. It should be pretty familiar to some of us. It says, Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, or your version may say before swine, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. What does this mean? Am I saying my friend who kept arguing with me is a dog or a pig? No. But the spirit behind the argument was the thing pulling all the strings. That divisive spirit had one goal, to provoke hatred and animosity. If I'd continued to participate, that darkness would have only pulled my soul deeper into despair. That troubled feeling that I had in my spirit as he and I were arguing, it was God's way of telling me to get out and leave it behind. I believe the scripture I just read is a warning that not everyone will listen to what is right, and it's best to leave such people in the hands of God. While I do hope that this friend of mine is ultimately saved and makes it to heaven one day, he has made it painfully clear here here on earth that at least for the moment, I am not a person he is going to listen to or take seriously. He views me as some brainwashed idiot. Of course, from my perspective, he is the one who is deceived. But the difference is that the spirit within me has no desire to mock him for his beliefs. The spirit which apparently now prevails in his life, on the other hand, seeks to rant and rave and divide. That divisive spirit ought to have no place in our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. Whether it's one political party demonizing the other in an attempt to divide, or one group painting another as racist in an attempt to divide, or someone saying you're stupid and uncaring for not wearing a mask or getting vaccinated, or another saying you're a sheep and you're lacking in faith because you chose to mask up and get the shots. It's all a big trick of the invisible enemy carefully orchestrated to divide us in one way or another. This spirit of hatred and division is rampant in our world today, and we'd better recognize it for what it is right now so that we can start rebuking it, praying against it, and righteously standing shoulder to shoulder with one another in opposition to it with the love and the power of the Almighty God who is on our side. Let's look at Romans twelve twenty one. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I'm telling you folks, this is some meat right here that we need to sink our teeth into. If we're allowing ourselves to get dragged into worldly and petty arguments with those who see us as nothing but crazy Bible thumpers, we'd better listen to that still small voice within us. If the effort bears no good fruit, then the effort is in vain. If we let the enemy dictate where the battleground is, making us fight on his terms, let me tell you, that's not how the battle is won. We can't allow ourselves to become overcome by evil. 
falling prey to the enemy's traps of deception and division. We must instead overcome evil with good through prayer and spiritual warfare, as well as showing love and respect instead of the same hatred and disdain of the unrighteous. Don't lower yourself to that level, but remain on the high ground of righteousness and love. How do we do this? How do we avoid the trappings of our invisible enemy and take that higher ground? Recognize that oftentimes the exchange of words may not get the job done. When you're dealing with a derisive and argumentative person, what you're really dealing with is the dark spirit behind them pulling their strings. If you aren't careful, you'll get tangled up and get your strings pulled along with them. Don't get suckered into a battle within the physical realm. The Bible says our real fight is in the spiritual realm. I've quoted this passage ad nauseum, I know, I know. But let's remind ourselves again. And do not let these just be words. Listen, hear, and absorb this truth from Ephesians 6.12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. My friends, those spiritual forces of evil are the invisible enemy I've been talking about. They are the dark spirits of Satan's army, and we have to recognize and expose them. In the mighty name of Jesus, call them out and rebuke them. End their deceptive and divisive hold on our neighbors, our friends, and our family members. Seriously, really do this. Now, I can hear some of my Christian brothers and sisters, when they hear these words, they may say, yes, amen, because it sounds good and it makes you excited momentarily. Then you later find yourself stuck in one of Satan's many traps. Oh, the preacher gets us all fired up on Sunday, but by the time Monday rolls around, we forget what was said. Are we not taking the word of God seriously? Are we not letting it sink into our spirits? Are we not allowing that word to be engraved on our hearts? That godly message your pastor preached on Sunday isn't going to do you any good if you're not living it out after you leave the building. And you wonder why we get so upset when it seems the enemy is having his way. Do you ever ask yourself what maybe you could be doing that you're not? No, it's hopeless. Nothing we do matters. Now, we may not say those things out loud, but that's how we often tend to live our lives. If we have Christ, we have hope. And if it seems that nothing you do matters, then one of two things must be the case. Either, one, you're not doing the right things, or two, you are doing the right things, but you just can't see the results yet. God sees the big picture, and we have to put our trust in Him and Him alone not in our own understanding. Let's go to Proverbs 3, 5. says it very plainly there. We've all heard the scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Believe what the Bible says, what the very word of God says. 
not what the that invisible enemy is whispering in your ear. Those are lies. And if you claim to believe what the word says, then shouldn't you be living like it? So let me repeat what I just said a moment ago. And, and don't just treat these as merely words that you get a little excited temporarily about and then you forget and then it, you don't act like it. You know, you really believed it later when you're faced with a situation. Here it is, folks. Okay, you ready? There are indeed dark spiritual forces at work. There are, they, excuse me, are our unseen invisible enemy. We have to recognize and expose them in the mighty name of Jesus. Call them out and rebuke them and their deceptive and divisive hold on our neighbors, on our friends, and on our family members. Don't just say, amen, that's right. Actually do that. Believe in the authority of Jesus' name. Believe in the power that we possess as his blood-bought saints. Take hold of that power and authority in your life and wage spiritual war against Satan's army, knowing that God is for you. Therefore, no one and no power of hell can stand against you. Ingrain that into your spirit. Say it. Believe it. Know it. And stay rooted in the Word of God. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. The Kingdom Hero Show is presented by Great Commission Ministries and produced by Cave Media. You can support this podcast at Kingdom Hero Blog dot com slash support again that's kingdomheroblog.com slash support and please share this program with others until next time god bless you